0: Sometimes when I'm not celebrating Mass, maybe I'm on vacation and I'm going to another parish, I have a temptation to critique the homily that's being given by the priest. You pick it apart and say what was good, what was not so good, what could have been done better. Maybe you do that sometimes when you go and hear a homily preached at Mass. Well, our Lord in the Gospel today takes that whole concept of judging the preacher and turns it upside down. So instead of critiquing... Looking at the good and the bad in The Preacher, in the homily that's delivered, he wants us to look at the hearer. How are you hearing the gospel being delivered? How are you receiving it? This is what he wants us to ponder and to consider today. So he gives this parable about the seeds. Probably you've heard this a few times about good soil and not so good soil. And he explains it using some interesting words. If you look in between the parable and the explanation of the parable, right there in the middle, there's this one kind of cryptic line where he says that he who has been given much will be given even more, and he'll have an abundance. But he who does not, even what he thinks that he has, it'll be taken away. What does that mean? I think understanding this helps us to understand the gravity, the importance of these parables. So what does this mean, this whole notion of, he who has been given much, to him much will be given? Well, this, my understanding of this is that those who hear well, if you hear the word of God well, it's going to be this incredible blessing to you. Incredible blessing on your marriage, on your family, the people that you meet. It's going to produce and reproduce in your life you hear the gospel well, him who's been given much will be given even more and he'll have in an abundance. That's what our Lord is talking about. It's kind of like when you read about in Psalm 1, it says that he who meditates on the law of the Lord is like the tree that's planted along the stream of water who produces fruits in abundance. And when the weather is dry and the rains don't come, that tree, because it's beside the water, continues to flourish, continues to produce good. You know. Or, or maybe our Lord was talking about this whole abundance, whoever is given more, given will be given even more, is like the one who hears his words and does it. So Lord talks about this in Matthew 7. He said, whoever hears my words and does them is like the one who builds a house on the rock. When the storms come and the winds blow, that person is going to be solid, But for this abundance to take place, this blessing to take place, a person has to hear the word, take it in fully. He has ears to hear, to really hear it. Then it will produce an abundance of blessing. However, the opposite takes place with the one who hears, but doesn't really hear. You know, someone who maybe just kind of comes to Mass and They're kind of sitting there and he kind of goes in one ear and and goes out the other, not really paying attention. They don't have any thought to do anything with what's being preached. Well, of that person, the Lord says that to the one who thinks he has, but does not, even what he has will be taken from him. Meaning that if you come to Mass and you hear the gospel preached uh, and you think you're in a good place and everything else, this actually puts you in an even worse place than if you hadn't heard the gospel preached at all. Because now you've been given this good news. You've heard this. And if you don't do anything with it, you're going to be judged by that. You've been given this great treasure. And if you throw, you've been called to a high account because of what you've been given. To him, much is given, much is acquired. And so if you don't do anything about what you've been given, you're actually in an even worse place, dangerous place, than you would have been before. To him, who's been, uh, to him who has not, even what he thinks he has will be taken from him. So This is the danger that comes with hearing the gospel preached. That it comes with requirements. It comes with expectations. And if you don't do anything about those, you're going to be worse off afterwards. It's kind of like when our Lord was scolding these cities. we can read about this in Matthew 11, where he had preached and they hadn't responded. They hadn't done anything. He had done incredible miracles in these cities. And they hadn't changed at all. They hadn't turned to him. Remember what he said about those cities that had received this great gifts but didn't respond? Didn't really hear and take them in and repent? He said, Woe to you, Bethsaida! Woe to you, Chorazin! For if the miracles that were done in you had been done in Sodom, they would have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But he says, it'll be worse for you on the day of judgment than it will be for Sodom. So we know the story of Sodom. It was this wicked city in the Old Testament we read about that was destroyed. So to hear the gospel preached... And not to respond, not to do anything about it. It'll be worse for you on the day of judgment than it will be for Sodom. It actually puts you in a worse place. So this is what our Lord was talking about when he said that um, to him who has, he'll be given even more and he'll have an abundance. This great blessing for those who take in the word of God and use it well to pass on this great blessing to marriage, to family, to friends, to work, but to him who does not have even what he thinks he has to be taken, means he to hear the gospel, to hear the good news preached, and not to do anything about it, actually puts you in a worse situation when judgment day comes. So words of great blessing, uh, but words also of very high blessing consequence, high expectation that comes with the gospel being preached. And so to help you and I to respond well to the gospel, to the good news, our Lord gives this parable of the four types of soil. So you can kind of look at your life and you can say, okay, what kind of soil am I? How am I receiving the good news of the Lord? Or how am I not receiving it very well? Because if you can kind of begin by knowing what you are, what kind of soul you are, if you can identify, become self-aware of what's going on, then you can do something about it. Then you can begin to take some small little actions, not big actions, but some small little actions to begin putting the gospel, the good news, to work in your life so you can respond. So these these four types, which type are you? You know, are you that first type? So this is the type where our Lord said it's like seed that gets sprinkled on the path. And the bird's quick and snatch it up, so it never even takes root. He says this is the person who doesn't understand what's being preached. So this is, like I mentioned before, it goes in one ear and comes out the other. To word, the word understand means to grasp. So if a person isn't attempting to kind of grasp at all, that's like the gospel of just being you know snatched up by the birds. doesn't do any good. So if you're that kind of person, you know, uh, you tend to come in, and if someone asks you, what were the readings about today, or what was the homily about, you're like, oh, I don't know. So that happens sometimes, right? So if, if you're the kind of person, maybe you can make it your goal to say, okay, you know what? I'm going to take at least one thing away from the Mass today. One thing that I can think about, that I can meditate on, that I can allow to take deep root in my soul. So if you're the kind that of one ear out the other, you know, try to find just one thing, even one little thing, from the readings, from the homily, maybe from one of the hymns, who knows. Some way the gospel is being preached and think about it, meditate on it, let it get deep into your soul. That's the first kind of seed that, that gets snatched away before a person can grasp, before a person can begin to, to understand, before a person can be like the disciples who were questioning, what did that mean, Lord? What do you mean by that parable? They, they dug deeper. How can you be a person that digs deeper, that really grasps, tries to figure out what this gospel is about. How is the, the Lord touching your heart? So that's the first soil. Or maybe, maybe you're the rocky ground. You know, you hear something really, really great in the homily, you know, or the readings. You're excited about it. You're like, oh, I'm going to put that to work in my life. You know, I'm going to start praying every day, working on letting this seed grow little by little each day. I'm going to pray for five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, every day. Uh, and th- so the this, this, this seed has gotten a little bit. It's starting to put little... Little uh, roots down, but then the hardships come. The rocky persecutions come. The difficulties, the tribulations. You know, uh, you had family issues. And things aren't going pretty well in your family. And, and so you're lying asleep at night or trying to sleep. And things are kind of going around and around in your head. And you can't fall back asleep. And, and you, you suck terrible. You're like, well, I didn't sleep very good last night. So... That whole thing about getting up early and doing my prayers and everything—I'm just gonna, like, you know, not do that today, you know. And so these hardships start kind of pushing in, and and all that plant that grew up starts to wilt when those tribulations and difficulties come. So if that's the kind of soil that you have, maybe you might consider uh, making a choice to embrace suffering. Say to yourself, you know, even if I do have a hard night, a rough night. I'm still going to get up. Maybe I can't pray for 10 minutes. Maybe I can only pray for five minutes that morning. But I'm going to do something. I'm going to keep nourishing. Even when the, the difficulties come, I'm going to keep nourishing that seed, allowing it to go deep, deep roots. You know, what kind of soil type are you? Uh, that gets snatched away, the one that hits, hits up against the rocks? Or maybe you're the soil type with uh, the thorns. You know, the seed springs up, but then the thorns of life, you know, the pleasures and pursuits and things that you want to do come and they start crowding it out. You know, you, uh, you come to Mass and uh, you hear something really great, uh, something that warms your heart, touches you about the word of the Lord, but then the cares of life start to come in. You know, you, you kind of uh, procrastinate the things you needed to do over the past week. You're like, oh no, I need to cut the grass you know, today and, you know, work starts tomorrow and and uh, I, oh, I got the grocery list, I need to get that taken care of and everything else and it's just start, all these things start piling up on Sunday and so instead of Sunday being a sacred day and remembering and letting that rude get deeply worded into your life, all of a sudden the cares and concerns start crowding it out. So maybe for you, if that's your soil type, you might consider, you know what, I'm going to work hard this week, I'm going to try to get everything done so that Sunday can be what it's supposed to be, a sacred day where I'm meditating on the things of the Lord, when I'm gathering together with the people of God, maybe visiting friends, family, allowing these things to get deeply rooted, not to be crowded out by the things of life. So that's soil type number three. Uh, Eventually, as you work on this soil, you work on your soil, you can uh, be like that fourth soil type that our Lord talked about. The one who hears and understands and bears fruit. Some a hundredfold, sixtyfold, thirtyfold. You know, you can be like what the fathers of the Second Vatican Council talked about when they described the liturgy. They said it should be a full and active participation. You know, so you're really trying to hear what the Lord is speaking to you, allowing this to get deep inside of you. You're actively Mentally, consciously participating in the Mass. You know, maybe you want to even take it further and be like the disciples and ask questions. Maybe you want to join a Bible study and really get this deep. Deep inside of you. You can be like the one that the Lord talks about. We tell us this parable in Luke 8. He says, The good soil are those who hearing the word hold it fast. You gotta hold tight to this stuff. It, it gets away easy and quick, right? Holds it fast in an honest and good of heart and bring forth fruit with patience. Holding that fast. Grasping. It. That's what to understand means. To grasp it. Hold it fast. So which soil type are you? You know, are you the kind that, you know, just kind of goes in one ear, out the other, sna- the devil snatches it away before you can even grasp it? I understand it. Or the rocky ground, when hard times come, everything just kind of falls away. Or the thorny ground, the the things of life just kind of crowd out, what the Lord is trying to do. Or you're working to build this rich soil that the roots can go deep and produce much fruit, abundant fruit. So our Lord tells us that it can be a great blessing, an abundant blessing. You hear the word of the Lord well. He has ears to hear, let him hear. You hear it well. It'll bless you tremendously, change your life, and affect all those around you. But if you don't, you'll be called to a very high account for not using well what the Lord has given to you. Actually, it'd be worse off. it put you in a dangerous situation. So, hear the word of the Lord well. Start by kind of identifying your soil type and then make a decision. One small little baby step you can work on. What can you do to enrich? That soil, So you can live out this prayer. This is one of my favorite prayers that comes from this patrimonial tradition that's now been brought back into the church. And maybe you can make this prayer your prayer. Blessed Lord, who has caused all Holy Scripture to be written for our learning, grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy Holy Word we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.